and then I'll, I'll put the other piece of that to put the nail in the coffin for the wish, the price point. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Point Counterpoint. All right. Today's Point Counterpoint. We have come up with this one on our own because I guess two things have happened for me recently that made me think, would I recommend that people go on the wish right now or should they look at sailing on one of the other Disney ships if they want to do a Disney cruise? Sam, which side of this argument were you going to take again? I'm going to take the original four. Aha. All right. Well, I'm stuck in a bad position because I have lots of reservations here, but so maybe I'll just do a lot of head nodding when Sam talks. But look, I, the, the reason to go on the wish, I'll start there. The reason to book a cruise on the wish right now is really one and one alone. It's the newest ship in the fleet, which means there's lots of reasons to go on the wish because they've got lots of new restaurant experiences, lots of new experiences in general. Heck, they've even got a new spa experience called the Zero Gravity Massage Float on Air Experience, which side note, Sam and I have booked twice, so we're going to have to cancel one of those. But uh, we've got that book because we want to try it out. Just there's new rooms, new spaces, new bars, new everything, new drink tastings. Everything is going to be new on this ship. And I think we've all been craving a little something new. You know, what is what does Disney Cruise Line have that's new, right? Right? That's the what we say around here is what does Chef have that's new? So what does Disney Cruise Line have that's new? It's new. Everything's new. And so how can you not go out there and do the new and exciting thing. So maybe actually we'll do point counterpoint a little bit differently this time because I actually think Sam and I are, are in agreement. So I'm I think maybe we should trade back and forth and give some reasons why, even though it is the newest, shiniest ship with the Aqua Mouse and Enchante and Palo Steakhouse and Ant-Man and the Wasp dining with the Avengers <laughs> Frozen dining, new show, new Star Wars bar, new rooms. Sam, what's your first reason why, well, that all sounds good, but man, the wonder's looking pretty nice right now. My first answer is more than three or four nights, okay? The Wish is only going to be sailing after the maiden voyage, which is a five night. The Wish is only going to be sailing three and four night cruises, and that is just way too short. And then I'll, I'll put the other piece of that to put the nail in the coffin for the wish, the price point. I agree the three and the four night thing. That's yeah, that's huge. I mean, I think there's gonna be a lot of back to back or people looking to do back to back, which bleeds right into my pricing concern, which is so I've got two anecdotes around pricing. First is we had actually booked a cruise on the fantasy, a seven night cruise on the fantasy, followed by I think it was a four night cruise on the wish for Christmas time this year. And when they announced that the wonder was going to be sailing off the West Coast, I reached out to our fabulous touring plans travel advisor, Michelle McKnight, to find out what it would cost for us to do two cruises on the wonder around Christmas time. And one of them actually over Christmas. When she came back to me with the pricing, which Asterix was in concierge, it was only slightly more expensive than sailing on the wish. So 10 nights on the wonder and concierge was slightly more expensive than sailing on the wish and the fantasy for 11 nights at the same time of year. And the heftiest part of that price was the wish. The wish is expensive. The other the other anecdote that I have is we just priced out a four-night cruise on the wish, uh, a four-night sailing, and I just about choked on the per-night price. Now, again, we're sailing in concierge, and I think that there's a ton of concierge rooms on that boat, which might be another con here down the line for me. But still, the pricing seems high. 
I think no one is surprised by that. Disney usually prices the three and the four night cruises on a per night basis higher than on the seven night sailings and the and the five night sailings on some of the other ships, especially on the newest ships. And so not surprised by it, but if you're price sensitive already to get on board a Disney cruise, I think now is a great time to be looking at those other ships because the wish is expensive, exclamation point. And I don't know when that price is going to come down. It's going to be probably at least until the next ship comes out, ship number six, and no one quite knows when that is going to actually be at this point, given the delays on the wish. So yes, price. Sam, another reason you might want to sail on one of the other ships right now? Animator's palette. There is no animator's palette on the Wish and animator's palette, depending upon which ship you go on, on the Dream Class ships, you have both Animation Magic and the Crush Show. On the Magic Class ships, you just have Animation Magic, but both great experiences that you're not going to be able to have on the Wish. I'm sure the dining will be amazing. I'm sure eating in Arendelle with Anna and Elsa and Kristoff and Olaf will be amazing, but it's not going to be animation magic or dinner with crush. Yeah. I think the other thing that it ties into the length of time and the concierge number of concierge room comment that I made is all these great new experiences on the wish, especially some of the new adult dining. And they are harder to get than like Aerosmith tickets on opening day, or I don't know if some band announced their reunion tour, like it, it, there are people booked in concierge. We know this from groups, people booked in concierge asking to do adult dining who aren't getting those reservations made because Disney has almost doubled the number of concierge staterooms on a ship that's the size of the fantasy and the dream, essentially, with adult dining venues that have not really grown all that much in terms of their seating capacity, as far as we can tell. They've shifted. Palo has more seats than Enchante does, and Palo has more seats today on The Wish than it does on The Dream or The Fantasy. But if you're getting shut out of dining and you're in concierge, what kind of chance do you think you're going to have sailing non-concierge? It's going to lead to a lot of frustration of people trying to rush and get on these ships in order to book dining. Uh, that that just I don't I don't know if it's going to be there, and that's in part because they've put a lot of pressure onto the the dining capacity because of these three and four night sailings. So if you're interested in doing those adult dining experiences, I don't know I might wait until they hopefully eventually convert the wish over to seven night sailing so that you've got a little bit of breathing room to get a brunch in or a dinner in on board. Because right now you know you're gonna have to go back to back, which is just adding a ton of cost to your cruise. I think to get that kind of experience, and you're not gonna more than likely be able to pre-book it. Uh, or if you are able to pre-book it, it's it's like getting to the point of being like a cabana on board from what we're hearing about some of these, these folks trying to book their dining, even in concierge. So I say that's another reason to maybe look at the other ships right now. So Sam, any other reasons that you would look at the other ships right now? Well, I mean, if you haven't been on all four ships yet, I feel like, you know, it should be your goal to hit all of those ships, maybe even before you sail on the wish, particularly if you're somebody who hasn't. It's funny because we're not actually going to do that. We're going to hit the wish before we ever hit the old ship, the magic. But I, I in particular feel that way for people who are brand new to Disney Cruise Line, unless you're just planning on doing a, a one, three or four night sailing just to try it out, which I understand you, you would pick whatever ship is doing the three or four night sailing. I in particular think that you should try out one of the four, I'll call them original or the four current ships before you try the wish, because you'll get to know what rotational dining is about. You'll get to go through the experiences on the ships that they've already worked the kinks out. So I think it's going to be new to you if you haven't ever been on the magic, the wonder, the dream or the fantasy. 
Yeah. So I can't think of too many more reasons not to sail on the wish. I think we've given quite a few. And look, I don't want to understate. We kind of glossed over all the great things coming on the wish. So there's lots of great stuff to see there. You know, I just I do worry that on a three or four night sailing, you're you're only going to get a taste of it and you you may get some disappointment if you can't do the stuff that you want to do. I'm cannot wait to check out the new rainforest room on the wish. And I'm a little nervous, even with eight nights on board, that that thing will be so booked up uh, that it'll be really hard to get into. Uh, we're on eight nights on the wish and we couldn't get all of the adult dining done. Like we were missing a brunch in Enchante. Uh, and frankly, all of our adult dining is backed into our five night maiden sailing because we got really lucky there and we weren't able to get anything on the DVC sailing, which is only three nights. So it's a brand new ship. I know lots of people are going to sail on it. I know lots of people chattering right now about how how high priced it is. Uh, and we're seeing some frustration out there. So not the worst time in the world to look the direction of the other ships. Maybe one more reason to sail on one of the other ships is that the Wonder is currently staying on the West Coast. So if you live on the West Coast, now is a great time to head down and get on the Wonder out of San Diego. I think San Diego is a great port to head out of. Disney did have their complications at the Port of San Diego in terms of the boarding process that we experienced and relayed. But hopefully that will get cleaned up over time if they're going to leave her out here for longer stretches. Uh, But it is much closer to get to the wonder right now for us than it is to get on the wish. Yeah, I was going to echo that West Coast, Best Coast sentiment, but add in that the wish is not going to be sailing to Alaska. So if you're looking to get in that Alaska cruise, obviously that's a West Coast cruise. So you're going to need to get on the Wonder. Uh, And if you're looking to get over to Europe, that's another reason to sail on one of the original four ships. Right now it's the Magic, but um, next summer it will be the Dream. All right. Well, let us know what you think out there. The show does go to our Patreons first. And so uh, they will get a chance to listen to this for about a week before we put it out to the general public. want to give them a big shout out here in the show itself. Just thank you to our Patreons who help support and defray the cost of our show each and every month. So if you're not familiar with our Patreon program, head over to patreon.com slash dclduo. They get some fun stuff from us and early access to these episodes. And we're always looking at things that we can do to bring some more loved intention to our Patreons. So head over there and check it out. But with that, that'll wrap up this episode of Point Counterpoint. Counterpoint.